Thanks for listening to the Mark Aram Show podcast. Thanks for Xfinity for sponsoring said podcast. A couple of things in life I don't skimp on. Toilet paper, razor blades, seafood. I want the best of the best when it comes to all three. And internet. That's why I use Xfinity Internet. And it's the amazing 10G network. The 10G network from Xfinity, the future starts now. Smarter, more consistent, and a secure network. And it only gets better. Jump on board the Xfinity 10G network online. Just go to Xfinity.com. Hey, folks, it's Mark Aram. I hope you're enjoying the Mark Aram Show podcast. A reminder, you can hear this very radio show live Monday through Friday. We're live 6 to 8 p.m. Monday through Friday on 95.5 WSB Atlanta's News and Talk. 607 and a half. Mark Aram and the Banana is joining you live on a Monday as we uh, recover from a massive sports hangover. Ugh. Just, ugh, we'll talk about that in just a little bit. we got a fun show for you tonight. Uh, heads up, though, Low-T Chuck's working remotely again. So um, unless he calls in, we won't hear him. But he's still screening the calls. So you can still give him grief at 404-872-0750. Yeah, give him as, much as much grief as you can. Yes. Uh, Johnny Kobas is going to join us uh, in the second hour with a fast food review and a football minute. But let's kick off the work week like we do every week with, uh, I think it's everyone's favorite game, Longoria. Let's play Millennial Match Game. Millennial Match Game on a Monday. No uh, better way to entertain yourselves on the ride home. Joining us is our uh, Millennial, not in studio, but he was in the building today. It's Andrew Wilson from Promotions. I actually saw him today, Deborah Green. Yeah, I saw him a couple weeks ago, but we're still not allowed in the same room. Oh, really? Is that the deal? Is that because of the restraining order on Andrew, or is that what's the deal, Andrew? <laughs> Hopefully, it's not the, there's no restraining order. All right. But, uh, well, Andrew works for the promotions department. What else do the folks at home need to know about you, Andrew? Uh, that's that's uh, about the highlight of it. There's <laughs> contests, there's, there's giveaways, a, yeah, you're going to be talking to me. <laughs> Andrew's a punk rocker, and he likes to cycle around town. How oh, excellent. Are, are you a, mo- uh, a bicycler? I, uh, a cyclist? Yeah, like a... Not, not uh, I don't dress in the, the tights and all that, but uh, I like uh, I like a good bike ride. All right, good for you. All right, so Andrew's here. Let me tell you the uh, Millennial Match Game category brought to you by Rocco's European Garage. 80s slogans, 80s slogans. So these are slogans from products or companies. Um, I'm going to tell you the slogan. You're going to have to guess what company or product it was for. Let's meet our contestants on the phone, starting off with Gary and Alpharetta. Gary, welcome to the show. Tell the folks at home a little bit about yourself. Well, thank you. I'm uh, figuring I'm going to do pretty well here because I was a millennial one. Uh, <laughs> I'm now working as a uh, software support for a medical company. Oh, real job. All right, Gary's wow. got a real job, and he used to be a millennial. <laughs> He's going to be taking on Chris in Bethlehem. Chris, tell the folks at home a little bit about yourself. Hey, Mark, what's going on? Uh, my name's Chris. I live in Bethlehem. I'm 44 years old, and I work in the fire sprinkler industry. Oh, very nice. Very important job. How old are you, Gary, by the way? Uh, if you put a six and a couple of digits behind it, just talk about that. All right. So you guys were around in the 80s, though. So these should be easy for you. The question is, though, will the millennial know? Uh, Andrew Wilson's a very smart millennial. I'll give him that. For example, all right, so 80 slogans. Uh, this doesn't count, guys. I'm just going to ask Andrew. Uh, Andrew, this 80 slogan is, it's what's for dinner. It's what's for dinner. Do you know what slogan that was from? I, I I know that I should know it, but it's not coming to me. Uh, it's what's for dinner. Beef. It's what's for Maybe. dinner. You get that? Yeah. All right. I, I, yeah. I just don't know the pro- 
Well, that's all right. You know, you know, it doesn't matter if you know or not. It's just a matter of the the millennials guess. Oh, I can play the audio. Oh, I'm gonna play the audio. Make it easier for you guys. All right, this one counts. Here we go, Gary. Uh, this one is the Breakfast of Champions. I'll play the audio. Will Millennial Andrew know what this is for? Take it from Bruce Jenner. Wheaties is the Breakfast of Champions. Yes, I think I know. Well, I, I think it, the name's in there. The name's in Gary says yes. Yeah, who was in there? <laughs> uh, Andrew, what was that? What product was that? I, I believe that the, it was Wheaties. I think you said. From Bruce Jenner, Wheaties is the breakfast. <laughs> That's right. All right. Very simple. It's easy when the name's in there. Amazing. All right. Uh, Chris, uh, Millennial Match Game, 80s slogans. Will Millennial Andrew know what product or company this slogan was for? How do you spell relief? I'll play it one more time. How do you spell relief? How do you spell relief? Chris knows how to spell relief. Uh, I know how to spell relief, but will Millennial know Andrew know? No. You say no. I'm going to play it for you one more time, Andrew. How do you spell relief? What do you think, buddy? Um... I don't know, uh, Pepto-Bismol? Oh, that's a great guess. It's the other one, though. It's Rolades. Rolades is how you spell relief. How do you spell relief? Longo, are you a Rolades guy, a Pepto guy, a Modium? Pepto, yeah, I'm a Pepto guy, too. I used to take a Modium, but then you can't go for, like, 19 days, and it, that's even worse than going all the time. That is true. All right, Gary, Millennial Match Game continues. Uh, 80s slogans. Will Millennial Andrew know what uh, slogan this is for? Time to make the donuts. Oh, iconic 80s slogan, but will Millennial Andrew know what that's for? Normally, I know you say, if doubt, you know, but I think this one's going to be a yes. Yeah, I think he knows this one, too. Andrew, I'm going to play it again. Time to make the donuts. Time to make the donuts. What's that for? Uh, I don't, that, that, one's escaped, that one escapes me. Uh, Time to make the donuts. Picture an older Longoria getting out of bed when his alarm goes off. Yeah, that's exactly right. <laughs> Time to make the donuts. All right, he does not know. That's Dunkin' Donuts. Time to make the donuts. Your donuts make me go nuts. Round two, Millennial Match Game brought to you by Rocco's European Garage. What's the score and who's up, Deborah Green? It is 1-1 and it's Chris's turn. All right, Chris, 80 slogans with Millennial Andrew Wilson, one of the sharper millennials we have here. Will Andrew right. Wilson know what product used this slogan? Move over, bacon. There's something leaner. 50% leaner than bacon. It's all real meat without all the fat. Mmm, delicious. Mmm, delicious. What do you think? Do they even sell that stuff anymore? What's that? I said, do they even sell that stuff anymore? I don't anymore? think That's so. I have no idea. I I'm going to go with, no, I know what it is, but I'm going to go with no. Again. Yeah, the only reason I even put this one in the game, Deborah, is because I, I, for some reason that commercial was in my head this morning, and Ashley Frasca didn't know, she'd never heard of it. I was like, oh my gosh, so. I vaguely remember that. Yeah, I'm going to play it for you one more time, Andrew. Move over, Bacon. There's something leaner. 50% There's leaner than Bacon. something leaner. What product was that, Andrew Wilson? I've never heard that in my life. Uh, I don't know, Sam? Spam is a great guess. Uh, Sizzleine. Sizzleine. Do you remember Sizzleine, Longoria? Slightly, I do. Yeah, I, do so, remember. I remember the commercial. Jason sure. Byers, who sometimes fills in for you, was filling in for Jay Black this morning, and I was talking to him about it, and he got so mad at Sizzleine. He's like, if you want bacon, eat bacon. Like, he's just like, <laughs> he got so mad. I'm like, it's not even a thing anymore. I'm like, I, I guess the slogan should have been, if you can't have bacon, well, we'll here's Sizzleine, right? Like, 
Right. It's better than nothing. Sizzling. Yeah, yeah. It's better than nothing. That's about, that, that's, that's that would have been nothing. a better slogan. All right. Uh, <laughs> did he get the point? Yes. And it is Gary's turn. Gary. Uh, ooh, this is a tough one. Will Millennial Andrew know what 80 slogan this is from? It's not nice to fool Mother Nature. I know that, but I'm going to say yeah. probably will not. Not a chance in hell. I'm buying everyone dinner here if he knows what that is. I'm gonna. I'll play it as Come much on, as Andrew. you want, Andrew. It's not <laughs> nice to fool Mother Nature. Oh, dinner on Mark sounds really great, yeah. but I. Again, this nope, don't know it. That's that's tough. I'll even give you the name of the product. It's a margarine. <laughs> if you can tell me who the company that made the margarine, I'll buy everyone dinner. I don't think I've ever met anyone that used the term margarine. Really? So, uh, yeah. Do millennials not use margarine? I guess it's an older folks spread. Yeah, you're all organic. <laughs> uh, chiffon margarine. I would not have gotten that one either. So. It's not nice to fool I mean, Mother Nature. I remember that, but I, I didn't remember what product yeah, it was Yeah, I remember for. the commercial, but not the product. Yeah, th- so the whole thing was, uh, you know, butter is from Mother Nature. Margarine is from Loti's Ch- basement. You know, they just <laughs> make it with oil and stuff, and that was, uh, that was Mother Nature getting mad. All right, it is Chris's turn. Chris, will Millennial Andrew know what 80s slogan this is? It does a body good. Well, I'm going to play it again. It does a body good. What do you think? Will Andrew the Millennial know what product that is for? I think so, yes. All right, Andrew, it does a body good. Uh, milk does the body milk good. Milk does it? the body good. Good job, milk buddy. Does, body good. does milk have a slogan anymore? Just got milk? Is that got it? Got milk. They that, brought it back. Yeah. That's still it? Okay. Yeah. Uh, Chris is up in Millennial Match Game. It's Gary's turn. Gary's turn. My bad, Gary. Gary, uh, will Millennial Andrew know what to 80 slogan this product was for? Heartbeat of America. What do you think? Will Millennial Andrew know? I'm going to say no. Yeah, it's 50-50 for me on this one, but I'm with you. I don't think you'll know. I'm going to play it one more time, Andrew. Listen to the heartbeat of America. The heartbeat of America. What 80s product was that pitching? Oh, man, that's another one that I've never even heard before. I what, When you think the heartbeat too. of America, what's the most American thing you can think of? Uh... Baseball? Uh. <laughs> Chevrolet. Chevrolet, the heartbeat oh, of America. Of course. All right, it is Chris's turn. Chris, I think he's going to get this one. I'm not going to sway your, your judgment, but I think uh, Millennial Andrew will know this 80s slogan. Good to the last drop. Good to the last drop. What do you think? Uh... Good to the last drop, Andrew Wilson. What's good to the last drop? Keep it clean. <laughs> uh, I know it's, it's, it's I know it's coffee. Um, good to the last drop. I'm gonna give it to what? you. That's fine. That's okay. close enough. Uh, Maxwell House coffee. Matt, that was yeah. all my mom had growing up. That was that we were a Maxwell House house for sure. Uh, all right, it is Gary's turn. Gary, I think he'll get this one, too. What do you think? Nothing runs like a deer. Nothing runs like a deer, Gary. Will Millennial Andrew know what product from the 80s that's for? I think so. Nothing runs like a deer. Nothing runs like a deer, Andrew Wilson. What you got, buddy? 
my, my grandfather would uh, disown me if I didn't know uh, John Deere. That is John Deere. Yes, indeed. All right. We are rolling along here at Millennial Match Game, 80s Slogans Edition. What is the score, Deborah Green? It's all tied up at 4-4. Four, 4-4, four. Four four, Nailbiter, and we have prize packs to give away. Hang tight. It's Millennial wow. Match Game to kick off Monday. The Mark Aram Show at 95.5 WSB, Atlanta's News and Talk. Final round of Millennial Match Game on the Mark Aram Show, 80 Slogans Edition. What is the score and who is up, Deborah Green? All right, Gary with four, Chris with four. It is Chris's turn. Chris, here you go to take the lead. 80 Slogans. Will Millennial Andrew know what slogan this was for? Pretty sneaky, sis. Pretty sneaky, sis. Pretty sneaky, sis. What do you think? Uh, I'm going to go with no on that. Yeah, it's, it's an obscure one. Andrew, pretty sneaky, sis. What was uh, What product was that for? Uh, it was a it was kind of like a board game. Board game. Um, uh, clue. Did you say clue? Yeah, that was a good guess. Pretty sneaky. Connect sis. four. Connect four. Longoria's favorite Uh-oh. game growing up. Uh, all right, you get the point, Chris. Gary, you need this one. Will Millennial Andrew know what product this is for? The choice of a new generation. Ooh, the choice of a new generation. What do you think? Oh, I think no. The choice of a new generation. What was the choice of a new generation in the 80s, Andrew Wilson? Uh, that's definitely Pepsi. Good job. Holy smokes. All right, for the win, Chris. Will Millennial yep. Andrew know what this is for? I've fallen, and I can't get up. Oh, no way that lady's still alive. Uh, what do you think? Will Millennial <laughs> Andrew know what product that was for? Uh, it's a famous commercial, but even I'm not sure of the product, so I'm going to go with no. I've fallen, and I can't get fallen. up. Fallen. Andrew, what product was that? <laughs> um, it's a <laughs> commercial gets me every time. Uh, life alert? Uh, life call. Yeah. We'll I've give it to you. I've fallen, yeah. and I can't get up. Final score, Deborah Green. What do we got? Uh, Gary, four, Chris, five. But you know what? We got prize packs for both of you guys. Yes, Hang me. on the line. Cool. Tell okay. them what they won, Deborah Green. You get a one-car pass to see the Atlanta Symphony Orchestra perform the music of David Bowie on Sunday, October oh, 25th dang. at Harris Bank Amphitheater. All right, Chuck's going to get some in for you guys. Uh, Andrew, good to see you today. Thanks for playing Millennial Match Game, buddy. Thanks, buddy. All right, uh, when we come back after news, weather, and traffic, we got so much to talk about. 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK. This is The Mark Aram Show. I've fallen, and I can't get up. This is former governor of Texas, Rick Perry, and you're listening to The Mark Aram Show. 638, 69 degrees on Peachtree Street. Uh, six on The Mark Aram Show, back sweat meter today. It's going to get cooler tonight, Longoria. Don't worry. Don't worry, buddy. Fall is a coming. Uh, in one hour, Johnny Kibasa is a coming with a fast food review and a uh, football minute. Can I go back to uh, kind of play some sound from that from that last segment, Longo? I've fallen and I can't get up. Shout out to the real Phil on Twitter, R E E L. Uh, that was Edith Four, the woman who fallen and she, she can't get up, and she indeed has passed. She died in 1997 at the age of 81. Life call. She died in Camden, New Jersey. So rest in peace to Edith. Um, I, I want to ask you guys how your weekend was in just a second. If you take sports out of my weekend, I had a great weekend. It was great. I, I did an outdoor movie night at some friend's house with a, with a fire pit and had some great dinners. But the sports ruined my weekend. And I'm so tired this morning because I stayed up till close to midnight last night w- uh, watching the Braves game. And I, I've only been a Braves fan since the 
early 90s um, when the Braves started their good run, and I was watching them on TBS. But I, I'm still a Yankees fan. Uh, much like Longoria, you're still an Astros fan. I don't oh, know yes. how. But you, but you, <laughs> what, what do you mean? But you'll root for the Braves. Wow. Deborah, did you grow up a, a Brewers fan? Oh, yeah, a big Brewers fan. I mean, I would go to the games and everything. I was more football than baseball, but yeah. we always followed the Brewers. Sure, but now... Uh, you, well, now that we I live here yeah. and we're in media, yeah, you support the local team. Like, I'm just as big of a Braves fan than I'm a, a Yankees fan now because I'm here. I've been here 25. I love this team. And I had no doubt in my mind last night that they were going to lose that game. I mean, zero doubt. Alex Williams, who was born and bred a Braves fan, uh, certainly a fan longer than I. Did you have the same feeling, Alex? Did you think that, that it, was, it was just a done deal, the Braves were going to lose that game? Like going into the game? Yeah. I did not think that going into the game. I'm very optimistic, and, you know, when they they were up, what, 2 nothing, I was feeling good. But I, once things started to get a little iffy, I, I kind of started to lean towards where uh, – how you felt, which I shouldn't say, but I just they I, they were up two nothing. I was like, oh, they're they're, they're not going to win this game. It, it is I have such a defeatist attitude now when it comes to Atlanta sports. Like there was not a that a moment in that game where like, oh, they're going to win this. Not a moment when they were up. Nope. When they tied it, nope. I was like, this is why am I torturing myself? And let's see if Doug Turnbull's around too. Doug's a Braves fan. Doug, you there, buddy? I think he's heading back to the Cat and Herd ballroom right now. Oh, all right. Hey, Doug Turnbull dropping a deuce in between reports. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I I don't know what it is. And people are like, like you know, that's so Atlanta was trending on on Twitter last night uh, because listen, we've we've dealt with this. We the the twenty eight to three Super Bowl, um, the ninety six World Series, like last year in the Braves playoffs. It's just the way it is. It's just if you're in Atlanta, the Bulldogs. In the national championship game, the Bulldogs this Saturday against Alabama. I'm sorry, that's just that's who we are, man. That's who we are. And people are like, "Oh, you're so to this Braves team is wasn't even supposed to be there, and they're they're great young talent, and they're going to be bad." Yes, yes, yes to all of that. The future is bright, but the Braves are up three games to one in that series. They're up two games to none in that series. You, any other team wins that. There's something going on. In Atlanta sports, there's something. And of all the teams that won this weekend, it had to be the freaking Falcons. <laughs> yeah, the Falcons I mean, finally won, yes. <laughs> what do you think Dan Quinn? So if, if you're oh, not... right. That's what I was telling my husband. I'm like, Dan Quinn's so angry right now. Did, was he? Or is he happy? Or is he better than us and was happy for his players? <laughs> I mean, I think he was happy, but, it, you know, he wasn't there to get the win. He was like, come on. You know, the minute he gets fired, I think win. it's like if you ever, like... Uh, you know, to make it more of a real life situation, none of us are ever going to, you know, be the head coach of an NFL team. But it, it, the only thing I can think of analogy wise is in real life where uh, your girlfriend breaks up with you and then she goes out with a much better looking dude. Like, no one's happy. That guy's not happy, right? <laughs> oh, oh, she's with the captain of the football team <laughs> yeah, now, no, right? That's the way so. I pictured Dan Quinn yesterday going, you know, maybe a part of him was like, oh, good for the guys. But, you know, the girl that just broke up with him just, you know, dated a hotter dude, you know, a better dude. Like, you, you always, am I wrong on this, Longoria? Is that a good analogy? I mean, uh, yeah, I mean, I can see it, I guess. I mean, <laughs> it's a little stretch, but I can see it. I mean, it. maybe Dan Quinn's better than me. But, I, I mean, I, if I was the coach and got fired, as much as I like the players, I'd be like, ah, oh, they better lose this first game, man. It's going <laughs> to make me look so bad. It's like when a girl breaks up with you, you're like, oh, I hope her, her next boyfriend's a nerd. <laughs> no offense to nerds, which I, I am one. But you don't want her to be like, with the prom king after. Right, right, right. Does that make any sense? It did. Again, I'm very, very sleepy here. <laughs> I'm, I'm very, very sleepy. Uh, so, I, I mean, I don't want to dwell on the fact, but I there was not one point in that game last night 
where I was like, oh, the Braves are going to win this game. I thought they'd win when they're up 3-1 to one in the series. I was like, all right, this is good. I thought Saturday. I'm like, all right, Saturday. We're yeah. going to win it Saturday, and it'll just be done. Yep. And that didn't happen. Yeah, but not before the game, during the game, throughout the game, I was like, oh, the Braves are definitely losing this game. And social media after, man. Yeah, it was crazy. Like, people, I'm sorry. That it's, it's what Atlanta sports is. Two things can be the same. Like, I can agree that the Braves, no one expected the Braves to get to the the championship series, right? After all the injuries they had. Pleasant surprise. Beautiful. And no one can argue the fact that they've got a young, talented team that's going to be good for years. Awesome. But I can also be mad that they blew a three-game, uh, three-to-one lead in the in the championship series. We should be celebrating a World Series birth right now. I guess the good news is, even if they win the World Series, there's no World Series parade this year because of COVID. It'd be a virtual parade. They'd do laps around Atlanta Motor Speedway, and they'd have virtual fans going, hey, <laughs> hey, Longoria. <laughs> anyway, I don't want to get too heavy into the sports weeds, but uh, just on a personal thing, real quick, what's the most disappointed you've ever been in your life? It doesn't have to be sports. It can be a life thing, whatever. The most Think, rack your brain. The most disappointed you've ever been in life. 404-872-0750. 1-800-WSB-TALK. Longoria's going to tell us the most disappointing moment of his life. When we come back, it's the Mark Aram Show, 95.5 WSB. 6.53, 7 in front of 7 o'clock. Mark Aram and the bananas. Well, three of the four bananas in studio. Low T Chuck is, uh, is at home dealing with uh, illness illness in the face. Chuck's okay. One of his beloved family members. Hopefully not Jackson Abernathy, Haynesbridge III. I think you could still send me uh, messages, Chuck, if you're listening. You can send me messages on the on the phone screen software here. Uh, the Braves disappointed us. The Bulldogs disappointed us. In life generally, though, what's the most disappointed you've ever been? The most dissipating disappointing day of your life. 404-872-0751-800 WSB Talk. Jeff joins us in Cartersville. Jeff, welcome to the Mark Aram Show. How are you? I'm doing good. How are you doing, Mark? Ah, what a rough sports weekend, man. Just like <laughs> yeah. so rough. Just give me one win. The Dogs, the Braves, one of them. Nothing. Nothing. Not even Atlanta United. <laughs> yeah, even the United lost, Deborah. Jeez Louise. Uh, most disappointing, disappointing day of your life, Jeff. What do you got? Well, one of the one that sticks out, I doubt it's the most disappointing, but it definitely sticks out from childhood. It was uh, Christmas of 1989. I wanted a Nintendo Entertainment System so bad. I'd been dropping hints for like six months, and I got an Atari. So you got a, you got the wrong gaming system, is what you're saying? Yes. And that was that was yeah, that's a disappointing thing. I have a similar one. Mine doesn't have near as happy ending as yours. Uh, it was third grade. And Atari was the big thing when I was in third grade. It was kind of new. They had like four games, you know, like Pac-Man and Asteroids and Pong or whatever. And every one of my friends had it. And my mom made a, a pledge to me. She said, listen, if you get all A's on your report card, I will buy you an Atari for your birthday. And so my birthday is December 17th. It's the end of the semester. You get the third grade, mind you, third grade. Right. Report card comes out, and I get in science, A, math, A. English, A. Social studies, A. Gym, A. Handwriting, A minus. Yeah. And I did not get the Atari. One minus? One. That's technically an A. That is an A. Not in, in, it's in the name. Not in 1979 Connecticut. That was whatever year it was. No. Wow. No. That's a great loophole. No. Oh, Parents, yeah. That is a great yeah. loophole. My mom should have been a lawyer. So while I'm sad you didn't get the gaming system you got, uh, you wanted, <laughs> at least you got a gaming system. 
Jeff. That that that's yeah. I still hold that over. And she didn't believe it. I made her get out there. Like you know how moms are. They save everything. She had my third grade report card, and um, sure enough. Did you see Atari's coming back? I did. Maybe you'll get one this year. I'm, I can't. I don't even. I have so f- little free time. I can't even mess around with a gaming system right now. Can't even do it. That so that was a pretty disappointing day. Thanks for bringing that up, Jeff. I thought I'd bury that. <laughs> yeah, no, I had buried that. I but yeah, so. no. I mean, I remember getting my report card and going, "Yes." I mean, A's across the board <sighs> in everything. I'd have been mad. You know, too. in third grade too, it's like they they grade you on other stuff too, yeah, like yeah, yeah. behavior and yeah, right, you right. know, like I had A's across penmanship, A minus. I was like, oh, that doesn't matter. Yeah. That's still an A. Yeah, that's an A. My mom's like, nope. <sighs> nope, here's some Maxwell Huff coffee. <laughs> <laughs> play with this, play with play this with blue this can. Co- play with this blue can. Any any big disappointing days in your life? Uh, Present-wise, I guess I would think, like, I really wanted these uh, vans one year. And, Shoes. And, yeah, yeah. Okay. And and they, you couldn't find them. Like, it was real hard to get this one particular one. Yeah. And I finally got it. My mom got them for my birthday, and I was so happy. And I put them on, and they didn't fit. And then, <laughs> and then I, we couldn't find my size. And then it was just like I never got them. Like, got they were the coolest shoes. A ever. girl six. Yeah, <laughs> they yeah. couldn't fit on Longoria's yeah. big feet. What about you, Deborah? Any big disappointment? I think so. I had got an offer for a radio job out in California, and it uh, sounded fantastic. Mm. It was like alternative music. Yeah. You know, I was going to do middays, Monday through Thursday. Oh, perfect. And the, well, and then Friday, Saturday, or Sunday, I get to program my own specialty show. So this. This is just like every dream job. Yeah, you know, I'm like, oh my god, this is great, and and it's Laguna Beach. My friend lives oh. in Malibu, and I'm like, yeah, and it's fifteen thousand dollars a year, and I'm like, <sighs> which is like in Atlanta money is like four hundred dollars. <laughs> exactly. I'm wow. like, oh come on. I still might have taken the gig. No. Yeah, I, I might I, have I, taken I, it. I, there's no, <laughs> turn anyway, tricks. It turn tricks on the side. Later, so, oh, it flipped yeah, anyway. Yeah. All right. Uh, I'll continue to take uh, your calls on the most disappointing day of your life in honor of Atlanta sports. And when we come back, I want to talk about that David Perdue, Kamala Harris story over the weekend. Uh, yeah, not politically, though. Trust me. 404-872-0750. 1-800-WSB-TALK on Twitter and Instagram at Mark Aram. The Mark Aram Show is performed before a live studio audience. No, I want this town to be near you. I stand alone. I stand alone. Welcome back to the show and a good Monday Eve to you. Mark Aram here. You there at 7.07, seven minutes after 7 o'clock. This is the Mark Aram Show, heard Monday through Friday, 6 to 8 p.m. on 95.5 WSB Atlanta's News and Talk. Most of the gang here locally, Deborah Green produces the show. Longoria, the stoic Eskimo on the other side of the takeout window. Low-T Chuck Low is tea. home with the girls. Uh, we wish him well. Chuck, if you want to call, just screen yourself, right? Is that how it works, Deborah? You just call up. I don't, I don't, I don't think he's going to call. Yeah, I don't think you <laughs> oh, I'm not yourself. There's no way he's going to call. But yeah. if you wanted to join the conversation, please do. Uh, Johnny Kilbasa is going to join us with a faster review in about 30 minutes and a football minute. Um, we're talking about uh, the disappointment that we, I think we all feel as Falcons fans, as or as, as Atlanta fans. I forgot about Georgia Tech. Did you see the score of the Georgia Tech game? Oh, I heard about Georgia it. Tech. Holy <laughs> Erickson smoke. played it on the air. Like. They are so lucky everything else went bad in Atlanta sports this weekend. It kind of like flew under the radar. The 
the stomping that uh, the Yellow Jackets got at the hands of Clemson. But we're just talking about disappointment in life. What's the most disappointing moment of your life? doesn't have to be sports-related. Longoria got the wrong size shoes. Deborah had a job that seemed too good to be true, and it was too good to be true. Uh, so I want to know about the most disappointing day of your life, 404-872-0750. I had a similar job uh, disappointment, Deborah. This was years ago, and there was a sports talk show in San Diego that was looking for uh, a, a morning show host. And I sent a tape, and I applied, and I got the gig. Yeah. Yeah. They tr- they trick you out in California. Yeah. Do you, do you know the rest of the story? It wasn't in San Diego? Correct. Okay, where was it? Tijuana. Oh, well, it's not that far. The studio is in Tijuana. I'd have to cross... The U.S.-Mexico yeah, border. Every day, right? Every day, well, twice a, a day. It's just a little bridge. You got You do have to pay to cross. But I, I don't know. I, in the movie, I've never crossed that line. Really? Longoria, I know, has done it. But um, <laughs> I, in the movies, there's always like a, like a two-hour wait. If to... you're driving, but you could probably walk. Like there's, <laughs> I mean, you park, Morning show? I'm not you, walking at three no, 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 in the morning. No, you park your car and you walk across the bridge. Yeah. My parents live really close to the border, and there's actually a lot of American companies that open businesses in Mexico because they don't have to deal with a yeah, lot of stuff. Yeah, that's what it was. Yeah. What it was so, was the tower power. I said, I am like, why are you in, in Tijuana? Like, oh, sure. There's no regulation, so oh, we can yeah. have 100,000 watts. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> yeah, but much, much like you, that the, the, the company went under, so yeah. it's a good thing. So then you don't feel so bad. Yeah, yeah. I would have been, been homeless in Mexico right now. Um, I want to talk about also the, the David Perdue story uh, where he uh, mispronounced uh, Kamala Harris's name at a, uh, a President Trump event in Macon, and uh, the social media world went nuts calling him racist and I mean it was it was not an unintentional flub for sure. I don't know what's in David Purdue's heart. I'm I can't tell you what was on his mind if he was if he was joking and didn't know what was going on. But the dude has worked with the the woman for 3 years. Like they're in the Senate together for 3 years. You would think he would know how to pronounce her name. So I think it was kind of intentional that he mispronounced it to get a laugh from the, you know some jokes fall flat and some jokes are ill intended. I'm not here to judge that. I don't know what's in David Purdue's heart, but I do know that I am horrible with names. Remembering names and pronouncing names. Just awful. So uh, just a lighthearted way to approach the story is, do you have an odd-sounding name, and how often is it mispronounced? 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK. Or do you have a coworker that you've had the wrong name, and you called them the wrong name for a long time? I did. I'm not going to say their name now, but I've called coworkers the wrong name for a long time. A long time. Until finally they never corrected you? No. I mean, I guess... Everybody calls me Deb, which is not my name. Yeah. And it's sometimes you just get annoyed with correcting them. I'm yeah. like, it's two syllables. I'm trying hard. not to call you Deb anymore. I know, but it, now it's spread like a disease. <laughs> and so I just, it's I, just like the I just ignore them. Yeah, like half the time I just ignore them and deal with it. I'm like, obviously, you're a bad coworker. So I well, just... I'm tr- but I'm trying. Like, I just found out recently you prefer Deborah to Deb. That's, well, that's I, my name. <laughs> yeah, I know. But it's like a shortened version. Like, yeah. But well, the problem is like that Drew it, or... but it's not, though, because my name is Devra. And Devra. I've anglicized it to Deborah. So yeah already changed it once, once. so gotcha. now you're like asking me to change it again understood like loti chuck is charles but i don't you know <laughs> but I, he, I, he it, prefers to go by charlie right yeah but i don't call him that either right. i call him okay. loti chuck so and and that guy's name is joe so i mean yeah what are we gonna do uh so i but i hope you know i'm making a conscious effort to call you deborah as much as possible i've been beaten down my whole life i just but, accept it but i'm trying do you recognize do you know that do you, have you noticed that i'm trying to call you deborah more often no no <laughs> I really am. I really am. Uh, but sometimes it's just I fall back in old. Anyway, so we'll talk about names. I want to know. My, my name can be mispronounced, but not like horribly. Arum, uh, Arum, 
Uh, yeah. th- those are two. It's I don't know. I get it. It's I've had Longoria before. Longoria. <laughs> yeah. Oh no. Uh, what's funny is uh, Maya's best friend's mom listens to the show, and she was coming to the listener lunch, which we're trying to set a date for this year yet, folks. Hang tight. And she's like, "Is Angoria going to be there?" <laughs> Angoria. <laughs> Angoria. Yeah, Angoria will be there. So we'll have some fun with the names thing. Again, I'm not. I'm not judging Senator Purdue. Uh, but I mean, three years. You work with someone for three years. You think you know their name. Yeah, yeah. Although I've I've worked with someone. It wasn't three years that I was calling them the wrong name, but it was a good two months. And then finally, someone's like, uh, "That person's name is Terry, <laughs> not Steve or whatever." I was like, "Oh no, <laughs> I wasn't even close. Like it wasn't even like it wasn't even like a like a close one." No, no, it wasn't even like Rob and Bob. Or right, right, right. Mike and Mark. <laughs> it was like no, completely completely different. off the off the thing. Uh, Gary's in Powder Springs. Gary, welcome to the Mark Arab Show. How are you, my friend? I'm the best I've been in a long time, Mark. That's excellent to hear. I found out last night I'm going to be a grandfather. Congratulations. That is in the time of COVID, uh, nonetheless. You're going to be a granddad. Awesome news. So this is this is officially a COVID grand grandchild then, right? This was this uh, child was right. conceived during the lockdown. There's going to be a huge baby boom, by the way. Huge baby boom. You don't pick and choose those times. You just go to work and do what you can. <laughs> you got to do the work first. Exactly, Gary. So what's the most disappointing day of your life? Well, uh, before I get to that, I just wanted to mention that the most disappointing part about being a fan in Atlanta is it's always self-inflicted. The stuff that happened last night with the base running, yep. the implosion of uh, the Falcons against the Patriots, it's always self-inflicted. And that, I don't mind if they lost, it's the way that it's they the way they lose. Really yeah, I, I swear to you, not for not one millisecond yesterday, I think the Braves are going to win that game. I, I'm so beaten down as an Atlanta sports fan. I was like, all right, how are they going to lose this? That was what. Oh, that's how they're going to lose this. Bad base running and then a home run by Bellinger. Anyway, continue, sir. Sorry. So that's fine. So the worst thing I felt was in 1960. I was eight years old. And I wanted more than anything to get the Fighting Lady Battleship was the hottest toy at the time. And my brother, my older brother, and I went up into the attic where we weren't supposed to go. Oh, snooping on the Christmas gifts? Uh, well, we just I forget what we went up there for just to be kids going where they're not supposed to. And while we were up there, I noticed torn paper, brown paper around a, a box. And there was the fat fighting lady battleship emblem right right on the box. Oh and I, wow! I turned to my older brother and I said, "Randy, there there's no Santa Claus, is there?" He goes, "He said why?" And I pointed to the box. He goes, "No, there's no Santa Claus." Oh, so, that's so when I figured it out. I thought the disappointment was you were you didn't wind up getting the battleship for Christmas, but that was no, by the way. I got- Battleship. Uh, I figured out that there was no Santa. By the way, kids, I don't agree with Gary. If kids, I have no idea what this there, dude is talking about. I have about no idea. Santa's real. I know he's real because he doesn't come to my house every year. So I know that's a fact. Um, that's uh, well, so if, that's. If you see my house at Christmas, you'd think there was a Santa because it <laughs> takes us three days to put it all up. But at least you got the battleship toy, right? I got the fighting lady battleship, yeah. and she was awesome. That's not the that's not the game battleship. By the way, you sunk my battleship. No. no. Not at all. It was an actual battleship with debt charges that flew off the side of the ship. And uh, if I remember, it had uh, turrets where you could shoot, um, uh, you know, 
whatever comes out of missiles. the gun of, yeah, the, yeah. of the battleship. Now that's uh, that sounds really cool. I enjoyed the game Battleship. Did you play that as a kid, Longoria? No, oh, yeah, yeah. Wait, I never owned the game, but I had friends that had it. That was a fun game. Yeah, it was. I liked it. Yeah. It was a pretty solid game. And then they got Electronic Battleship, which made the noises when you actually sunk someone's sub or whatever. Uh, Cody's in Cleveland. Cody, welcome to the show. Yeah, how you doing? What's up, brother? Oh, not much. I tell you, my most disappointing time was the, probably the day when uh, Moby retired. Oh, uh, well, Moby's still active. He's still working somewhere in North Georgia. I think he's doing podcasts now, but I don't know if he's back into the whole radio broadcast. Yeah, you know, I don't know for sure either. On that. And probably the other one I could throw out there was the uh, day that I got the uh, cancellation notice. I used to play, uh, I played professional harmonica, and I used to go up to the Anderson Music Hall in Hiawassee. And I uh, got a notification back about a year or so ago. They was canceling the event. I always participated. And I'm like, darn, that's like most folks look forward to the Super Bowl. Me, I look forward to that event. How often do you have to practice the harmonica? You know, it's funny. I tell people when you first start, pretty much work every day for the first year, four or five hours a day. After that, you can take it or leave it. Me, yeah. I have to pick it up and pick it up one day and play it and then not play it for six months and then come back like I've been playing it. For six months before I just set it down. I think um, I have no musical talent whatsoever, but I think I would be okay on the harmonica. I think that if if, if I were to do a uh, an instrument, I could do the harmonica, and passably. I'm not going to be good, but I can get by. Seems like the easiest to to fake. I, that's what we see. It yeah. seems like it's probably not, but though. it's not. Yeah, I, I don't. I mean to insult the harmonica. No, no, no. no, no. Uh, Kelly is in Athens. Kelly, welcome to the show. Thank you. I was going to tell you my. Most disappointment night was I was the youngest of five kids, graduated high school in 1987, and after all of the 10 years in between us of going out to dinner, my parents did not take me out to dinner. I was the youngest. So you got you graduated and didn't get to go out to dinner, unlike your siblings. Right. We all went out as a family. And then the, when I graduated, they just like, okay, bye. Wow. Where did you used to go to... Uh, when these, when your other siblings uh, graduated, where did they where did they take them out to dinner? Steakhouses and stuff like that back in those days. You yeah, know? So, steak and ale. Uh, well, they had a, a steakhouse in Gainesville that we would go to, but that's about it. Yeah. But it was just the whole thing of it. I'm like, I had to go to everybody else's, and I don't even get one. We, we used to go to Beefsteak Charlie's, uh, which is what I, I'm trying to call Chuck now. Whenever there was a big uh, a big celebration dinner. Yeah. But I did not get to go to Beefsteak Charlie's when I got uh, all A's but one A minus in penmanship. <laughs> didn't get an Atari. Oh my God. Didn't go to Beefsteak Charlie's. I just got that can of Maxwell House coffee. Uh, talking about the most disappointing day in your life. And who's got a, a tough name to pronounce? And how bad do people butcher it? And have you ever called someone the wrong name for an extended period of time? 404-872-0750. 1-800-WSB-TALK. On Twitter and Instagram, at Mark Aram. This is The Mark Aram Show. Mark Aram on 95.5 WSB, Atlantis News and Talk. 725, 67 degrees on Peachtree Street. Mark Aram and the Bananas with you till 8 in the p.m. Ooh, full phone lines. we got to get through everybody. Bo's in Cartersville. Bo, thanks for hanging on. Welcome to the program, my friend. Hey, thanks for having me, man. What's on your mind, uh, Bo? Of, well, a lot of things. But first of all, <laughs> you would put no harm in harmonica. Like, if you tried it, you could do it. 
I don't know if I, I have the lung capacity that. anymore. Maybe as a okay, kid. Well, fair enough. But here, okay. So now, segue. I was in all state band, like at the challenge of our band director in high school, a long, long time ago. Went to Savannah, and I was 17, so we didn't have to have a chaperone, and we stayed in. I think it was the Hilton on the river. Oh, I know what you're and, talking about. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we, we hear this like acoustic guitar duo and, and my friend and I had just started playing guitar. And so this chick named Michael, here's where this comes in with the weird name thing and the disappointing day because her name was Michael, but she was Russian. It was M-I-K-A-L, right? And I had, I had literally like $14 to my name. So I took a $10 bill because she was feeding me Miller Lights, like uh, kind of <laughs> underage. Yeah. And I'm sorry to admit that. Well, so I took the $10 bill and I wrote the room number from the Hilton on it. And then I went back to the Hilton and I drank some other beers and I passed out on the bed. And then I woke up the next day. We were leaving town that day. And my friend Danny like flipped up the bedspread and he's like, oh, no, Bo. Oh, no. Oh, no. Look at this. And he shows me a bar napkin that says, I I came here, but you were sleeping like a baby. And signed Michael. Oh, no. Yeah, 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 yeah. And she was supposed to she was supposed to steal my and um and and that didn't happen. Understood. Yeah, so that's it. I did that. Something similar to me happened when I uh, when I first moved to Atlanta. I had just moved into uh, a new apartment. I'd been here like a year, and we I got a new apartment. With my buddy from college, and I didn't know the phone number, and I met this really really cute girl at Fox and Hound on Collier Road. Rest in peace. And I gave her the, the number, what I thought was the number, and it was the wrong number because it was a brain, it's before cell phones or whatever. And I went back to Fox and the Hound like every day for months. Like, I just try to find her. Yeah, you seen that cute brunette? <laughs> you seen that cute brunette? Anyway, whatever. I'm happy now, Longoria. Yeah, all, I'm sure you out. are. Yeah, it worked uh, out for you. When we come back, all of your calls, plus Johnny Kilbasa with a fast food review on Twitter and Instagram at Mark Aram. This is The Mark Aram Show. Patrick Warburton, and you are listening to the Mark Aram Show. Who, by the way, stole my Jesus fish. Speaking of uh, Seinfeld, I had uh, Hunan chicken tonight for dinner from uh, New Dragon, Atlanta. George likes his chicken spicy. I felt a little, I got a little earache, so I wanted to get something spicy to clear up my... Will that clear out your ears? I feel well, better. Like your sinuses, right? I guess, yeah. I don't know. I also took Tylenol, so... George likes his chicken spicy. Exactly right, so I had the Hunan chicken. I don't usually get the spicy chicken because of my intestines. Yeah, yeah because your problem. But I feel good right now. I probably just jinxed it. Yeah, Much did. like I jinxed the Braves by becoming a Braves fan in 96. <laughs> uh, 404-872-0751-800 WSB Talk. Uh, Branson in Yorkville. Branson, welcome to the show. How are you? I'm doing good, sir. How are you doing? Excellent. What's on your mind tonight? Branson? Everybody oh. clap your hands. I want to know more about Branson. Branson, I'm going to put you on hold. If we get you back, we'll come back to you. David's in Douglasville, Georgia. David, welcome to the Mark Aram Show. Hey, Mark. How you doing? What's cooking, brother? Not much, man. Hey, you know what? I guess I got two dis- most disappointing uh, things. I used to be a repo man, and I owned my own company for a long time. And I had gotten a call that my grandfather was uh, he was not going to be with us much longer that I needed to get home quickly. And I guess that would be the most dis- disappointing thing I ever they ever happened. I missed him by uh, by ten minutes. 
Um, oh, no. That's, that's probably the most disappointing I've ever um, ever happened. But, um, yeah, my, my grandfather was a, uh, a big Georgia fan, and um, this past weekend it, it would have been a great – it would have been a great just to watch the game with him because he, he used to rag me for uh, being an Alabama fan. So it was, you know, it was, it was well, just something that Apparently really you, picked the, you picked the right team, David, in hindsight. It, the last couple of years, anyway, you've, you've gone there. That stinks, though. Missed, missed calling him by 10 minutes. Yeah, yep, I missed him by ten minutes. Uh, that's that's awful. I had a, a recently my uh, my friend and my agent passed recently, and I was lucky enough. I call, I talked to him like three days before, and he didn't sound good. But I, I mean, I didn't think he was going to be uh, gone. But uh, yeah, that's that's tough to do. One more call, and then uh, Johnny Kilbasa, Charles, incoming. Charles, welcome back to the show. Hey, Mark, uh, got two for you. Okay. Uh, one is disappointment. Um, actually, in 97, uh, my wife and I were pregnant, and we found out in about the 12th week that we lost the baby. Ah, oh, the worst. That was a real downer. Yeah, no doubt. Huge disappointment. I was always looking forward to being a father. The second one is my name. Every single day of my life, somebody mispronounces it. My last name is Mason. M-A-S-O-N. How do you mispronounce that? Everybody that I talk to says I say Manson. My first name is Charles. Oh, oh gosh. That's a, that's day, too I mean, close I've for comfort. Applications, <laughs> I've seen it, you know, like I, I, people are writing, you know, a message down, putting my name, and they, for, for some weird reason, sticking in in the middle of Mason. That's, you've got to change your name. Like, uh, God forbid your last name was Manson, right? At that, <laughs> at some point, you change your name, right? That's, you use your well, middle initial, third, right? I gave it to my son. So he's also uh, Charles Mason. The Mason. Yeah, that, I mean, I don't know how how you, I guess the, you know the uh, subconscious thing does the Charles man another uh, back to another Seinfeld episode where uh, <laughs> Elaine was dating a guy with the same name as uh, a yeah. serial killer. <laughs> yeah, at, at, I mean, God forbid if there's, a, I mean, I'm the only Mark Aram in the world, but if there was another one that became a serial killer, I changed my name, hundred percent. Oh yeah. Would you change it to? Yeah. What's the name you always wanted? Trevor. Trevor. Trevor Aram. Tre- no, I I get a new last name too, Trevor. You can't change the whole thing. Longoria. <laughs> whatever. <laughs> I would change. I could change it whatever I want. Okay, yeah. Right. No. If, if like, if if there was Trevor. a serial, God forbid, there's ever a serial killer with the last name That's of Aaron. I don't know. It just came. You don't my, look like a Trevor. Would, I, yeah. Is that I like know. a baseball name? You know. No, no. I just Trevor. I just like the name. All right. Trevor Longoria. <laughs> that's, Longer, that's what Longoria. Or I could do Trevor Kilbasa. That's got a nice ring to it. And now, on the Mark Aram Show, it's time for the Fast Food Review. Joining us live on the Greasy Salty Hotline from parts unknown, height unknown, weight, oof, we do not want to know, Johnny Kilbasa on the ever-so-popular Fast Food Review. How you doing, Jonathan? I'm doing great. My long-lost brother, Trevor. (laughs) Trevor Kilbasa. What's on the menu tonight, big fella? Well, hey, condolences to everybody sprinkled in with a little congratulations, I suppose. I think the last thing anybody wants to think about is Major League Baseball. But in light of that, Mark, I got a little bit of breaking news. Oh, hit that breaking news, Longoria. Where is Hector? That's right. The last thing you want to talk about is baseball. But I got something that may help you drown those sorrows a little bit because that's right the steal a base steal a taco deals back at taco bell and you know how it works if there's a stolen base 
during the upcoming World Series that I know none of you will watch. But hey, let's just assume that they're going to have a stolen base somewhere during these games. Taco Bell is going to be giving away a Doritos Locos Tacos on October 28th. But this year, since we've all got our Taco Bell apps now, if they steal a base in game one, pull out your Taco Bell app. They'll send you a code. And you can just go get your free taco well before October 28th. That's a lot. That's a lot to do for a free taco. I mean, if I was food insecure, I'm, I'm doing that. That's a lot just for a free. Well, okay. The easiest version of it, Mark, is you show up at Taco Bell on October 28th. You're going to get a free taco. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. right. If All you're right. under 40 and you know how to use your iPhone and you get the app, <laughs> then you can do it a lot easier. Understood. Understood. I, I applaud that, and I do like small ball baseball, so I do like stolen bases, and I love the fact that the cheating Astros are not in the uh, in the World <laughs> Good Series. Good Lord, come on. Sorry, Longoria. They're not, they Sorry, didn't cheat Longoria. this year. They only cheated in 2016. This year. In 17 and 18 and no, 19. No, yes, no, yes, no. yes. Just 16. Whatever, Longoria. Yeah. Uh, Everybody oh, cheats in baseball. Before we do the football Boys. minute, Johnny, and I really want to hear this football minute, um, real quick fast food news. Uh, you know this already, but for the folks at home, Popeye's Cajun Turkey returns for Thanksgiving. You can get the uh, Cajun-style turkey at participating restaurants nationwide. All supplies last starts at uh, $39.99. Hand-rubbed mm. and infused with zesty Louisiana-style mm. seasonings. Good stuff. Just heat, serve, and enjoy. Turkey. Indeed. All right, let's do that football minute. <laughs> Johnny Kilbasa joins us every Monday to recap the weekend that was in the uh, world of pigskin. Rough, uh, rough for the college folks here in Georgia. Let's see what Johnny has to say with the football minute. Deb Green hit you on the wheel route. Long go watch that blitz. <laughs> Omaha. Week five in the NFL. Take your medicine week in college. Glad this isn't a baseball minute in Atlanta. We're all going to die week in America. Your upper Oconee Boo Dogs went over to see the Nick Tater. Gave up 417 yards passing. Got blanked in the second half and will not be ranked as high as three for the rest of the year. Keep chopping wood, Kirby, because the Big Ten's are coming. Your Midtown Ramblin' Wreck. Well, they were tied with Clemson for about seven seconds in the first quarter before serving as a JV scout team from then on out. 500 yards passing for Big Orange. Your Magic City Dirty Birds loan their choke post into Los Bravos for the day played a great game and won 11 and 5 starts now your downtown panthers visited jonesboro arkansas and had a shootout but got edged out in the end 1192 yards of total offense there america's team the cleveland browns were unfortunately still a whiny little brother to pittsburgh's big brother 17 losses for cle in the pit mark Arabs, new york football giants are off the snide quarterback danny dimes slung the rock for a whopping 112 yards for the win and another doubleheader tonight mahomes has given ball control lessons to josh allen on the early bird and the red rifle will take on the red birds with 20 minutes on the mns i'm sad the giants won actually i wanted them to, to go a winless so <laughs> oh, we, i knew you were gonna somebody. say that so we get i really did i really i mean i yeah this this organization is just the worst the worst but anyway um not as bad as cleveland though that was awful that was an awful Thank game you. just was. an awful game and houston and the texans yes i know good thing i started their defense the end. good thing I don't know why they didn't do that i don't know so dumb they yeah. wanted to put the game away they wanted yeah. to put the game they away right there they wanted to trust their defense but it didn't work out but the good news is um, all the members of the Houston Texans get, get a free taco with a stolen base. When Johnny Kilbasa, <laughs> October 28th or earlier, if you got the app, everybody there you go. Johnny K. We appreciate you as always. And if the cholesterol is high, baby, so am I. Johnny Kilbasa on Twitter, Johnny Kilbasa rocks on Instagram, the sausage hut podcast on any pod app or Johnny All things Kilbasa and Johnny Appreciate you, bruh.
Anytime, bro. There we go. Johnny K. Good stuff. Uh, Caradin. I'm assuming you're calling about a mispronunciation of a name, Caradin. Yes. Did I mispronounce it myself? You did. <laughs> How is it pronounced? It's Sheridan. Sheridan? Yes. Spell so it. If I say it too fast or if I don't pronounce it correctly, um, most people think it's Sheridan. And they're like, oh, like the hotel. Sheraton. Or How do you spell it? S H E R I D A N. Sheridian. <laughs> well, Ch- just so you know, Chuck spelled it. This yeah. is how Chuck spelled your name. C-A-R-A-D-I-N. Uh, yeah, that's I hear tons of them, and there's per- always a joke of, did you get confused with the Sheridan? Is that why your parents named you? You say no. I would, I'm the Super 8. My name is Super 8 Johnson. Um, well, <laughs> uh, Pronounce your name for me correctly. Sheridan. Sheridan, all right. S-H. Um, and what's the story behind that name? That's an, uh, an interesting name. Oh, and another story about my name is when I was 18, I got my first apartment. I uh, was actually across the street from the Cornet Club, a little fancy place. Fancy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I was 18 and caller ID, you had the little caller ID block. So my name is so long, it's Sheridan Renfro. So the N wouldn't show up on Sheridan. So my nickname from 18 years old became Sherita. Oh, all right. You've lived an interesting life, uh, Sheridan. Sheridan. Yes, yes, Sheridan. Yes. And my my high school yearbook, um, I don't know what grade it was, maybe 10th. I went to Brandon Hall. And the entry, like, it's, you put Sheridan Dash. Every put, everyone put Marriott Dash, Holiday Inn Dash, Sheridan Dash. Yikes. And then, like, wrote their little So, So real quick, where, how did your parents come up with that name, Sheridan? It was my great grandfather's middle name. Oh, all right. We are Atlanta natives, like seven or eight generations, but uh, I think it was actually came from the Yankee general. Oh, oh, Sherman. Down Roswell. No, that's all right. Fair enough. Sheridan, I got to run. Thank you for calling. Interesting name. Sheridian or Caradin, as Chuck spelled it. We'll come back. Uh, We're going to go back to Branson, Michael, and Mark. You'll be up next. And then no more calls because Chuck's already gone. Uh, On Twitter, though, at Mark Arum, M-A-R-K-A-R-U-M, The Mark Arum Show on 95.5 WSB, Atlantis News and Talk. Mark Arum on 95.5 WSB, Atlantis News and Talk. Final segment of the Monday edition of The Mark Arum Show, closing things off with Mark and Austell. Dalton, Rome, and here. Dalton. Ringo, I've got Yeah, we uh, went to Pigeon Forbes Thursday. All right. I I wanted to eavesdrop a little more, but I don't feel right about that. We'll get back to Mark in a second. Mike's in Gainesville. Mikey, welcome to the show. How are you, sir? Thank you, Mark. I'm doing good. Thank you. How about you? Excellent. What's going on? First time caller, by the way. I appreciate you taking calls. You want to talk about a mispronunciation of a name? Yes, sir. I'm 55 years old, and let me tell you my last name, Druckman. D-R-U-K-M-A-N. Can you imagine? Druckman. Druckman. Every day I'm not drunk. <laughs> a drunk not man. <laughs> drunk man. God forbid you put an F in front of it. A friend of the day. <laughs> what, uh, what's the origin of that? Is that German? What is that? We're actually from the Ukraine. Ah, Ukraine. Ukraine. Originally. The Ukraine is weak. 
another Seinfeld restaurant right. reference. Not, I, I don't think the Ukrainian is reek. That was again. And oh, speaking of Seinfeld, uh, Phil um, put a, a a gif in my uh, Twitter timeline. He took it out talking about the uh, Jeffrey Tubin story. Have you seen that? Have you heard about that? I have. I wish Chuck was here. Because Why? that's actually happened to Chuck before. Oh, he's done that before? And I wanted him to get his mm. expert opinion yeah. on that. I remember uh, that day. Uh, he was so... Uh, I'm kidding. I'm, I don't... It. Yeah. <laughs> but I'll wait till Chuck's back tomorrow to talk about the yeah, Jeffrey <laughs> Tubin right. story. You have a great day. Uh, Good to see you. And it would be calling. Hello? Hey, Mark. What's up, buddy? Yes, sir. Hey. hey um, I um, uh, Let's just start this off. 1974. I was one of the first four-year-olds lost that day at Cumberland Mall. One of the first four, four-year-olds. Four years old. One of the first kids lost the first day at Cumberland Mall. Oh, it was when Cumberland Mall opened. Yeah. What so happened? Where'd you go? Atlanta for a long time. Where, where, okay. Where did you disappear to? Oh, well, I've been around for uh, years in Atlanta. Now I'm in Austell. But to bring back when I was going to um, probably second grade up in Smyrna, uh, you know, I was probably six years old then. Now I'm 50. And my wish for Christmas was the Bionic Man Stretch Armstrong. Oh. Yeah, big time. And I didn't think my parents were going to be able to get it for me. And I got it. Those were those were big dolls, uh, toys. Oh. I don't want to say dolls. But like the $6 million man... And they sold his boss. I forgot the boss. The boss of the six million. Like he came in a suit. Like there was really like the six million dollar man was a great toy. Yeah. But his boss, it's such a boss name. Find if you can't find his name, the six million. Anyway, the, that was like the dumbest toy around. Like the his boss in a suit. No one bought that. But do you know what? In the collectibles market now. Oh, is it worth a lot? That's worth like ten times more. You probably because no one bought that yeah. dumb doll. Who's gonna buy a? a you know, you can get the six dollar million dollar man with it's got the the eye you can yeah, see yeah, through yeah, yeah. or whatever. And then something Goodman. Something Goodman was his <laughs> I think I don't know. But that doll's worth like a hundred times more than the, the six million dollar man. Uh Oscar Goodman. Oscar Goodman, yes. I'm getting star of the show, I think. Shouldn't Deborah get it? <laughs> and now, I guess it. I guess the Goodman. The You're right. You know what? The three people that showed up for work today get started. There you go. No, My I mean, wife wasn't sick. Yeah, no, well, allegedly. <laughs> allegedly. Allegedly. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I have a feeling that Chuck's on the couch eating Kroger hot dogs and drinking Miller Lite. Uh, but that's what, you know, you do you, Chuck. We still love you, buddy. Um, we will continue the conversation on Twitter and Instagram, at Mark Aram. Facebook, Mark Aram, WSB. Deborah Green, not Deb Green. What's coming up on the show tomorrow, Deborah? I believe uh, Sanjay's going to join us for Would You Rather? Yes. And then whatever I find in the news. All right, excellent. <laughs> It'll be a fun show tomorrow. Longo, thanks for coming in. Look at DJ uh, Crystal making an appearance here. Good stuff. Good stuff. Uh, again, on Twitter and Instagram, at Mark Aram. Facebook, Mark Aram, WSB. In the meantime, go to sleep, little baby. Go to sleep, you little baby. Guests of the Mark Aram Show stay at the All Suite Omni Hotel, located in the heart of Chicago's Magnificent Mile. Thanks for listening to the Mark Aram Show podcast. Thanks for Xfinity for sponsoring said podcast. A couple of things in life I don't skimp on. Toilet paper, razor blades, seafood. I want the best of the best when it comes to all three. And internet. That's why I use Xfinity Internet. And it's the amazing 10G network. The 10G network from Xfinity, the future starts now. Smarter, more consistent, and a secure network, and it only gets better. Jump on board the Xfinity 10G network online. Just go to Xfinity.com.